0: If you like the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast, consider giving us your support on Patreon. Good morning, fuckers. No, wait, that's not right. That's the wrong podcast. Good morning,
1: Vietnam! Again, the wrong podcast. <laughs> it's not morning, it's not Vietnam. It's not morning, it's
0: Vietnam. Well, this is, we do eat Asian food. Yeah, is it, is it morning in Vietnam right now? Oh, God. Vietnam. It probably is. In Vietnam, they eat, oh, uh, what's that? It's the big, like, beefy Food. noodle soup. No, but it's that it's nice, pho? like, meaty. Yeah, pho or pho. No, it's pho. Pho? Huh? It's not pho. I know. It looks like pho, pho in English. It's pho. P-O. P-H-O. P-H-O. Pho? Yeah, I like pho. I like a good pho. It's hard to find a good pho, though. A lot of the, because, like, like real. <laughs> it's true, because a real pho broth has so many ingredients. It has to be cooked properly. The Vietnamese love a really good pho. Richard has been drinking, not a lot, but enough to be fun, and he's laughing when I say pho, as if it means something else. (laughs) So hello and welcome to the Middle-Aged Man Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan. And I'm your other host, Richard. As always, we are going to eat some Asian snacks and have some good Middle-Aged Man Talk. Richard, what are we snacking on
1: tonight? Well, we have nacho pizza flavored potato chip.
0: Do you think Asian people think that nachos and and pizza are the same?
1: Um, you sure this is Asian?
0: Yeah, it's totally Asian. Is it? So it says piatto's brand, or Jack and Jill brand, but piatto's is like the big name which, on it. Which is Italian. It sounds like a fake Italian name. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, from the Philippines. There okay. it is. So, yeah, product of the Philippines. So these are Filipino potato chips. I actually have Filipino cousins.
1: Well, are they potato chips or are
0: they corn chips? I don't know. It says nacho pizza flavored potato crisps. And that's a British thing, but are there Brits in the Philippines? Uh, it was the Philippines a colony? Uh, nah. I should know. I've, I've. When my dad's cousins married a nice Filipino lady, Filipina, whatever. F- Filipino, F- Filipino. Is not. There's no feminine on that. Anyway, he, he married a nice lady. So I have a bunch of like second cousins that are all like half Filipino, Filipino, whatever they are. I've never met them, but they're probably nice or not. I have no idea. I've never met a Filipino that wasn't nice. Yeah, I've known a few from work, nice. Regu- but they're just regular people. They didn't really. They, t- they tend to be overly friendly. They didn't impress me strongly one way or or the other they just seem like nice regular folks which is saying something because i'm weird and irish so we've now determined who from the philippines culturally get along with weird irish people like my dad's first cousin and his wife so how are the nacho but nacho and pizza are two different things and they have like pictures of nachos but they're pulling the cheese up like it's a slice of pizza i don't think they know what they're doing oh these are good what they remind me of is uh cafeteria pizzas 1980s
1: yeah yeah but flavor-wise, but the chips are like the crispers. Crispers? What's a crisper? Obviously, you don't know. No. Oh. They're like these little chips like this. Little baked chips. These, these are tiny little chips. They're baked, not fried. So they're baked, baked potato crisps. Mm, and weird. baked, not, not deep fried.
0: And again, we have ito M T, tea. Japan's number one green tea. This is uh, Hoji-cha, unsweetened uh, tea. So this is a uh, roasted a Roasted tea. Roasted tea. Yeah, if i look at the ingredients it'll tell me no it won't tell me oh yeah roasted green tea so this is a roasted green tea where they roast up a bit but not the roasted kind that has roasted rice in it that's another different kind this is um quite nice actually it's one of my favorite ones for uh with snacks
1: so basically it's called scorched green tea leaves
0: i'm not quite sure how they do it and this one actually although it's like the japanese brand it's actually a product of taiwan In our last show, which we just recorded, Wink, I guess I should be saying Wink, Um, we also had another Taiwanese product, the BBQ Cubes, that were cylinders. That's a throwback to last week. Last week a few minutes ago. That's right. Last week's show, a few minutes ago, I'm enjoying our Taiwanese snacks. And we had the Philippines, does Taiwan count as Southeast Asia? It's getting pretty south. Taiwan. The Philippines would be Southeast Asia.
1: Taiwan is, yes, Taiwan would definitely, because, you know, according to China,
0: it's just China. Oh, that's a whole political thing. Diet has literally nothing to do with these chips. Every Japanese person you meet will tell you Okinawa is not Japanese culture. I'm like, oh, so it's its own country? No, no, it's part of Japan. We owns it. But, like, it's somehow this separate place. With the longest life expectancy in the world.
1: Yes, they'll take credit for that, but they're Okinawan.
0: It's the same thing that Jeremy Clarkson talks about. How if you are from Northern Ireland or Wales or Scotland, you are irish or you're welsh or you're scottish but if you do something brilliant and you invent a better light bulb you become a british person what a wonderful british person and let's think of the japanese oh yes japan's great we have the longest life expectancy within our nation in okinawa but okinawan is not japanese according to every japanese person i've ever met and for me that's actually like it's over 100 it's quite a few people have actually i
1: wonder if that's because okinawa had very strong ties to china and had very strong uh cultural exchange with the chinese with chinese that's why okinawan karate is very closely related to is more closely related to kung fu than it is other chinese martial
0: arts did you see the will Smith son karate kid movie no i did not you know why i didn't because they're like oh the next karate kid And then they bring in Jackie Chan, because he's a huge star. He's like, I can do Kung Fu. I was like, well, why not call it the Kung Fu Kid? Oh, because we want the name recognition. I'm like, oh, so it's a movie made with the concept of making money off of name recognition. Mm -hmm. I would have much rather seen a movie, which I shouldn't even see it at all because of that. I would much rather than do a movie than just call it what it is. It's Jackie Chan Teaching Will Smith's Kid Kung Fu. If that was the title, I would have gone to see that movie. Jackie Chan Teaching Will Smith's Kid Kung Fu. I would have gone to that shit. Yeah. I would have bought popcorn and everything in the movies. I think the movies are too expensive now for the food. When my dad was a kid, this is 19... uh, Late 60s, early 70s. His parents would give him like a quarter. And he'd go to the local cinema. I think it was 15 cents... That would get him his ticket to see the movie, like the afternoon matinee on like a a Saturday or something or Sunday. And then the other 10 cents would get him candies and some popcorn. And of course, back then it was like 1960s serving. So it was like, you know, a little bit of popcorn, a little bit of candy. And he loved it. But now I think I go to the movies now and I spend at least 15 bucks on the ticket to get in. So you go, okay, like 15 cents, 15 bucks. But 10 bucks doesn't really buy you much in the way of popcorn or candy. No. That's like another 25 bucks.
1: That's what cargo pants are for.
0: Um, I'm the king of sneaking shit in the movies. I have smuggled in multiple snapples. And my brother was like, I can't even see them on you. How did you do that? I'm like, I'm amazing. If I wanted to smuggle things for a living, I could do it for, like, you know, the CIA. And they'd be like, this guy's amazing. He got bugs in everywhere. Just all in snapple jars. It has to be in snacks. Let's be that clear, I can only smuggle snacks. We're things in snacks
1: these chips seeing as they're gone already oh yeah they're definitely by they would definitely be a buy again
0: filipino piados nacho pizza because the thing is they're very italianish they taste italian i don't know why there's nacho there they really have nothing to do with mexican flavoring at all
1: no they they taste like pizza they're pizza chips they taste like uh frozen pizza
0: they taste like those cheap pre-made circle frozen pizzas wrapped in the tight plastic wrap yeah that's what they are
1: which is which is great if for chips. It actually tastes better on the chips than it does on the frozen pizzas. But
0: yep, that is definitely a buy again. I have these terrible cookies. You want to try some? Sure, we'll try.
1: Because these are not the same as the last terrible cookies we had. They just look the same.
0: There, these are ovals. They have circles. So the ones from last week were the rice. These ones have rice, glutinous rice again. Mung bean. Ooh, oh. mung bean, which stinks. Well, it can if it's fermented. Uh, sugar, water, calcium, propanate. So these are, again, those cookies that I said were terrible. Like, what did you say they were like? Oh, they were like a rice shortbread cookie that was somehow terrible. Yes. So we're going to try these, but these ones have mung bean in them. Again, $1 on the clearance rack at the Asian grocery. So how far expired are these ones? I don't know. I'm sorry, best before. They're not expired. They're best before. They're best before. Product of China. They're Chinese. I mean, they're probably perfectly good if you grew up eating them.
1: Yeah. Well, I kind of think the same thing about shortbread.
0: Just before shown on package. In... Chinese uh, characters. Well, they use the same numbers we use. Oh, there it is. Oh, June 17th. This is July 9th, in case you're wondering, at time of recording. It's probably going to have time of recording when we release these videos. China and India aren't getting along, apparently. And I'm like,
1: come on, guys, get along. China and India haven't, have never gotten along. as Yeah, but all. you
0: know what? Like, Chinese food's so good and Indian food's so good, there's got to be... They both like rice... There's got to be some middle ground there. they got to be able to make friends. Could you imagine if India and China made friends? So, these started off tasting better, and then I taste the bean. Well, these are worse somehow. These are somehow genuinely worse with the mung bean. It's, um... Because it's that bean after flavor. It's that... that. Oh! It tastes the way mung sprouted mung beans smell. Which are actually very nutritious, let's be honest. That's good nutrition, but... And these ones don't have Chinese characters. They have, like, some sort of... I don't know, like a pretty art tree embossed shape on them?
1: And they smell like sawdust.
0: That We're in a workshop full of sawdust.
1: No, 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 but smell it. No. I disagree. It smells like, no, not just any sawdust. It smells like, um... I need more Japanese brand Taiwanese tea. It smells like, like particle board sawdust.
0: You know why Japan, though, why they're like supporting Taiwan against Chinese things, politicalness? The reason is, if you ever go to Japan and you walk around you buy Japanese brand stuff, a ton of it... Cigarettes, tea, everything is made in Taiwan. So the thing is, is that Taiwan is a major economic partner friend with Japan, producing all kinds of day-to-day consumer goods. So it's just protecting the rich people who make lots of money. It's an economic thing. It's not that Japan actually gives a shit about Taiwan. It's that there's money there. Japan is a little tiny country compared to China. And yeah, they're like, uh, what, 10%-ish of the Chinese population.
1: And for pretty much all of the history of Japan and China, China has been trying to take over Japan. Or vice versa. Or, well, they, they try, Japan did it for a little bit during the Second World War, during their expansionist phase. They did
0: it a lot. Japan had a whole chunk of northern China getting all those natural resources, forcing people to learn Japanese in schools, raping people. They did lots of stuff. Uh-huh. If you want to read about horrible, horrible history, read about the rape of Nanking. I apologize if I mispronounce it. It's a place in China. Yeah. It was the worst, one of the worst parts of... I won't say the worst part of World War II because you can't compare suffering, but it was one of the worst parts of World War II. Oh yeah, no. We're, we're really, we're really like, in all the hot topics tonight.
1: Yeah, well no, I was going to say the Japanese at the time...
0: These are good. Should we say
1: what we're eating? Had rape as an official tactic.
0: Oh, I think these are like cough drops. We should say what we're... Hold, on. We're, we're Hold on to that thought about raping people, and let's just move on to... <laughs> Ooh, these are good. So these are uh, Japanese.
1: So we're just eating medicine like it's candy.
0: Ryu Kan Kusan, throat candy, citrus flavor, bonbon. Oh no, that's French I'm reading now. Bonbons means candy in French. So there's sugar, corn syrup, dextrin, herb powder, citrus juice, herb extract, citric acid, food flavor, natural gatharmous color. So, basically, these are lime cough drops, and they're quite nice. They got menthol in them, which it doesn't say on there. Yeah, you can use the menthol. Is that something else? It could be one of the Dextrin? Citrus? No, Nope. Food flavor. Who knows? I don't always trust these translation things. Just have some more hojicha tea. Anyway, so, uh, just to go over tonight's food things, definitely buy again on the nacho pizza chips, which have no nacho flavor whatsoever. Not a buy again on the terrible... What were these cookies called? Pen Penziang Lu Dao Gao. Um uh, I'm sure they're actually made correctly, and if you grew up eating these in China, you probably love them. But we did not care for these. No. But not a buy-again for us. too the texture's not quite right for us.
1: I also am not a big fan of that
0: musty bean flavor. The mung bean? Mm. Yeah, the, the mung bean, that's um that's a rough weird flavor to get over. But in a lot of Asian food, there's all kinds of beans for protein. They love they love beans and everything.
1: Yeah, I don't like the same thing with those uh Red bean? Yeah, the red bean, I don't the bean flavor itself.
0: Yeah, it, it should be like in chili for you or stew. It should yeah. not be yeah, yeah. It's it is interesting how a lot of times savory flavors that don't have sweet in Western foods, those same kind of ideas of flavor, have sweet in Asian foods. We're kind of learning this mm-hmm. as we eat this stuff every week. I'm at all Asian today, I had bon meat for lunch. So what are we doing now? Oh yeah. Oh, diary medicine. Yeah, it's a scam. We talked about it earlier. No, we didn't talk about it in the shows before the show. Oh, we did the before show. The yeah, pre-show. Show. Pre-show. Is it a scam? Because all the diarrhea medicine, you got diarrhea, you take the medicine, and go, they say wait. And then you wait a while. Then you, you still have diarrhea. Then you take more. Are you supposed to stop eating in between? <laughs> I don't know. Would you care for some gas station California rolls? Mmm, yes. Get a full tank of gas, a plate of sushi? Let's hit the road. These are curry Mexican fusion sushis.
1: So, couldn't you just eat cheese for diarrhea medicine? It's supposed, Could, to, constip- it's supposed to constipate you, so you just eat a block of cheese.
0: I have horrible diarrhea. You know what I need? I need a twenty-dollar block of cheddar, and that's gonna fix things right up. I'm not. I don't know how that would work. I guess it would depend on the nature of the diarrhea. I suppose
1: if it was like caused by dysentery or something like that, then it probably wouldn't work. That would
0: make it worse. Yes, if you had if you had one of those like terrible diarrhea diseases or E. Coli. I am sure I had E. Coli once. My wife and I, I think I must have got it from somewhere, someone coming back from a cruise ship, like a person I work with or something. I don't know how I got it.
1: You probably got it from some organic vegetables. Unlikely. Because that's a that's a big vector for E. coli these days. Is it? Yes, it this is. Was,
0: this, was many, this was before we had kids. This was many years ago. It, I suppose it could have been we washed our vegetables, but who knows. Anyway, wherever we got the E. coli, which no idea where it came from. That way you know it's E. coli, the way you're 100% sure it's E. coli poisoning is that it is literally firing out of both ends at the same time. You have to you need to be like on a toilet next to the bathtub. And if your bathtub isn't like that, you're done.
1: And if there's both of you, then that's just not a good sign.
0: So, it's funny, it happened to me and I was it was the middle of the night and like it was getting worse and I just decided I was going to live in the shower. This is where I live now. This is my home in the shower cuz you turn the shower on for a while, you're warm, it's fine. Things fire out of you, they wash away. This is my life now. This is where I live. And my wife is like, What the fuck are you doing? She did not say fuck. Uh, She doesn't really swear, but she's like, What are you doing? I don't think I could. But it was like three in the morning. I'm like, She's like, Come back to bed. I'm like, I can't. I just live here now. Anyway, I was starting to get better. I hadn't eaten anything in three and a half, just liquids, right? I hadn't eaten anything like three, maybe a banana, but like nothing in three and a half days. And I'm just like, Ugh. And I visibly looked like I'd lost weight. And then, like, she was sick, and I just, like, took the spare single mattress, put it on the floor as a bed outside the bathroom door. I'm, Here you go. And she was like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. This is awful. And I'm like, you're not going to work tomorrow. She's like, no, no, I, I can't miss a day. She's one of those kids that like, can never miss a day at school. I can't miss a day at work. I'm like, there's no way. And then the next morning, she was like, Ugh. I'm like, I won't call. She said, teacher, I'll call the sublist. Hi, can you sub? Oh, I can, no problem. Great, why? Just being a little under the weather. Oh, okay. Meanwhile, the background is just like, you know, yeah. That's not literally true, but in my imagination. Richard helped with the fart noise. That was, um, I appreciate that. Going to Mars. This is something Musk talks about. A lot of people get excited about going to Mars. We all enjoyed the Matt Damon movie, which didn't really make sense because there's not that much wind or weather on Mars. In the whole first opening sequence, there's this, like, sandstorm. There's not that much atmosphere on Mars. You can't get that kind of wind with that. Anyway.
1: There are sandstorms on Mars.
0: There are but not to that intensity that would actually knock the spaceship over. Like, the, the sand could get dusted up, it could yeah. even continue for a while, but it wouldn't have that same force as on Earth. Glossing over Hollywood being Hollywood, making so it exciting. Maybe
1: what happened was that the, the, it just moved the, the it was really, really soft sand and just moved it out from underneath the supports, and it fell over. It wasn't blown it,
0: over. We don't need to rationalize it. It's a Matt Damon movie. We got to see pretty Matt Damon do his thing. If he but had had... Survive
1: off potatoes.
0: If Matt Damon had a uh, you know ponytail in that movie as well, it would have made more money. And it was already a successful film, I believe. I don't actually remember the numbers, but I I feel like it was really successful. No I enjoyed well. it. Everyone's seen it, so it must have done yeah. well. Everyone I know are like programmers and pirates. <laughs> they don't pay for anything. Uh, my, my point of view of the world is, I don't know, where am I going with this? Mars, going to Mars. I'm going to edit that out, and uh, yeah, Mars. Mars. So going to Mars. The main crux of the problem of going to Mars, and I like the idea of let's go to Mars. Let's have a Mars base and a moon base. I think all I love science fiction, and I like it when science fiction becomes fiction. I love all that stuff. I think that's great. Jules Verne going to the moon, and then was it 70 years later that became fiction, no longer science fiction, and that's delightful. But the real problem with it is we have never had a. You say we
1: didn't go to the moon?
0: No, we did. Probably. I mean, you know, if not, excellent scam. Hmm?
1: I said, didn't you just call it fiction? Now what going to like?
0: now, now a story about going to the moon is fiction. If okay. I, if I wrote a story about let's go to the moon, that okay. that, that, that would be a fiction of people going oh, to I the moon. Thought, the,
1: I thought you were commenting that going to the moon was fiction.
0: You mean Neil Armstrong? Yeah. No, I'm sure that happens. Okay. Like it was Neil Armstrong, it was several guys named Buzz, and someone else. <laughs> Who's the third guy? No one ever knows the third guy anyway buzz aldrin, buzz aldrin uh, uh neil armstrong
1: and what's his face and
0: what's his face he's the guy that didn't walk on the moon he was the guy in the capsule right it's like i went to the moon did you go out no it's kind of like when you do one of those school trips to like the biggest city near wherever you live and you go into the biggest city and there's skyscrapers and you're amazing and there's that one kid in the back of the bus that won't leave he's like i don't want to go out i'll just stay with the bus driver that's that guy on the moon like he wanted to go out but he couldn't 'Cause of you know the thing. Well someone had to stay in. Someone had to stay in. Someone, someone had to
1: open the door again.
0: But they couldn't take turns. It wasn't like, can I can I have a go? Nope. Sorry. We're gonna go drive a car. Fuck you. Woo! Of of all of it like being left out of like the play and fun, that's the worst. You went to the fucking moon and you're stuck inside.
1: It's like the pit crew guys for the race car drivers. Eh uh, I don't know. You get no you don't get any recognition.
0: You do all the work. That no, NASCAR did... pit crews—they get respect, man. In NASCAR country, what do you do? I'm a pit crew, and this guy. Oh, yes. If except no one knows your name. That's fine. You need to be famous. They they have the jackets. They all get the team jackets. Yeah, They That's get, they, they get
1: drink spot for them in the bars, and this guy did too. The... He, he has his NASA dra- jacket.
0: The thing is, though, the NASCAR one's different because those guys go out together as a team with the team jackets. So it's like, okay, you know, remember the Bulls in the '90s, like Michael Jordan, and they were just winning and winning. If you were the crappiest, newest player in the Bulls, and you like only played for like one shift in the whole game, and you won the championship, you still got the ring, you still get the jersey, you were still a champion. You're in the picture, right? So even though you didn't do much, you're still there, right? But no one knows your name. You're just yeah, like that's. Anyway, where are we going with this? Nowhere. So going to Mars. Here's my rant about going to Mars. We have never on Earth had a enclosed ecosystem colony that worked. Because we keep talking about going to Mars and better rockets and how do we get there, what technology do we use? But no one, including Elon Musk as far as I know, has actually had an encapsulated colony, even if there's no people in it. We just put like animals and plants and shit in there. Seal it up. Hermetically seal it up as an experiment. Can it survive? I'm sure there's technology to monitor. We need lots of engineers. We've never done that. And yes, people have tried doing that, and it got moldy, and they had to keep filtering air in from the outside.
1: Yeah, there was a biodome experiment that was done.
0: But it wasn't cut off. It still kept getting lots of air and supplies from outside.
1: They were supposed to be shut in there for a year, and they didn't make the year, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, um, that was Polly Shore's movie, Biodome. That was not a documentary.
1: No, th- there was it was based off of a real experiment. Yeah, so... Very it, loosely.
0: It has been tried before, but it hasn't worked and until we can actually and, form... and and
1: you're right in that case it was not a hermetically sealed biodome it was supposed to be self-sustaining in the in the fact that they're supposed to be able to grow all their own food and it was more of a, it was almost more of a social experiment they were cut off from communication from the outside world still had supply they still had they still had other supplies available to them but they they weren't, communi- weren't in
0: communication but we don't need people for this what we need is sheep. So in the olden days, this would be the Falkland Islands and many other islands. When explorers from Europe would go to Australia, down around South America, and other places, they would find a little island on the route, and they know, we're going to come back by this island. They would unload their livestock, or a lot of their livestock, and let the sheeps go and breed, or the goats. and they would, What? What? pigs pigs do pigs root around but they let them go and breed so when they came back to that island in three months or six months wherever they came back they could hunt and kill these now feral animals living off the land and have lots of meat or even take them back and then sell them somewhere else's livestock so what we really need to do is to make some sort of big dome somewhere that replicates the conditions of mars i mean it'll be like northern canada the tundra somewhere sudbury. what sudbury sudbury
1: Whatever. Well, that's that's where they did the, the practice of moon landings. And that sort of stuff was in Sudbury.
0: Sure. But the point is somewhere like a stable country, a country that's friends with all the other space countries. I mean, even China could do it in like northern Mongolia or somewhere. that Put some kind of thing there and then put a bunch of sheeps in there and other animals and plants and get it all ready. Have engineers monitor it and just see, can we actually medically seal this up? And monitor the levels because if human beings and they're, they're doing stupid things they have emotions they're idiots but we actually create a pocket ecosystem on earth even if it's enormous even if it's like a thousand acres like something huge could we actually do it and let it go for 10 or 20 years and everything's still fine because if we could do that then mars actually has a chance and i actually wonder i don't think it should be a dome everyone thinks "Oh, will make a great big huge dome we should actually dig into the earth because that would be the most sensible thing on Mars. Send, like, robots at a time and, like, the self-building robots. Uh, what do you call it? Um, Like, printers. You know, like the print- 3D printers. 3D printing. 3D printing things that can take the dust on Mars and compress it and make bricks. We should actually be building tunnels and caves on Mars. So we get there, we have a place to go into, mm-hmm. seal it up, you know, get air going. It would work. His phone is beeping. Can you believe Richard is working while we're doing the No, podcast? I'm not. That was
1: my wife. Come she's, over for
0: some shawarma. She's saying,
1: I am across the road. You can join me when you're done the podcast.
0: Oh, yeah, because we have five minutes left at the end of the show. Yep. Because she's like, get over here. Should I come over and eat some shawarma too? Sure. All right. So, everyone, uh, basically, Richard, do you agree with my rant? I do,
1: to a certain extent, that it's there's a lot of pie-in-the-sky thinking and a lot of hard science that needs to be done before we can actually... Potentially uh, colonize Mars. And I don't think we should start with Mars. I think we should start with the moon. Heck, I think we should start with Antarctica.
0: Well, if we could just go somewhere, if dig, if we dig can, down. If
1: we can go and have a biodome in Antarctica where people can survive with no no um, resupplying for a
0: year. Well, there, there actually is like continent, though, isn't it? It's not all ice.
1: Yeah, no, there's a continent.
0: It's... So if we could actually get there and dig down to the Earth, even if down enough, we could have like some sort of thermal heat. Then that way, because they expect Mars might have something like that. Even yeah, the moon, they suspect that. But the
1: thing is, is that Mars is extremely cold.
0: Yeah, compared to here.
1: Yeah. No, that's not to say we have had temperatures here on Earth that are colder than Mars. Last winter we d- we had that. Sure. Somewhere in the Arctic, it got down to minus 69.
0: Ba-dum-bum-ding! That's um, so mature. Any- <laughs> anyway, we really need to, like build a test colony on earth and that would also help us figure out how to build it because we build it once then we'd have to build a second one that can actually kind of build itself or yeah. be easy to build once you get there so I, I feel like there's a lot to kind of figure out with going to going to mars because like the thing is it's not just going to mars for a trip if we want to repeat the moon landing here's an encapsulated colony here's supply ships we're going to go to mars for five years continual resupply we could do that now we pretty much have the tech for that now we could figure it out the real thing is, how do we actually live on Mars sustainably? How do we grow food on Mars? And, make, and then, That aren't potatoes. That aren't potatoes uh, grown in astronauts' poop. But really, we actually could go to Mars, and if they could actually dig down to Mars, we could actually find a water source, and if there's enough oxygen and nitrogen in the atmosphere, we could suck in atmosphere, take out what we need, spit out what we don't. That could actually, with the right technology, give us atmosphere. Because Mars, it's not like the moon was no atmosphere. There actually is some stuff there.
1: Yeah, so the problem is, is that... There's no evidence, because there's, there's evidence that Mars had an atmosphere. However, Mars no longer seems to have a molten core, so it has no magnetosphere. So there is no magnetosphere that protect, protect it from the solar winds, So which means that any atmospheric slowly gets stripped away by the solar winds. They don't have the Northern Lights, basically. Right. The Northern Lights are protecting us from solar winds. Yeah. From stripping our atmosphere away. The, the, I shouldn't say they are, really, because magnetic, the Northern Lights are when the. It, it, our magnetosphere fails, and that's what we're seeing. Is we're seeing our atmosphere get destroyed. One of the one of the things that I saw, which was kind of interesting, it's more on the sci-fi side of things, but was creating an artificial magnetosphere for Mars.
0: Oh, that was on that. Um, you have two. The one that I like. What's it called? The Expanse. They did that in The Expanse. They created a magnetosphere for Mars. So how are they going to do that?
1: Basically, to have two very powerful electro electromagnet type things on either side of basically massive space stations that are collecting solar energy and to power these huge electromagnets. to
0: Right, but that wouldn't actually jumpstart the Mars's core. That would just be an artificial...
1: That would be an artificial magnetic shield around
0: the planet. It's kind of interesting.
1: Um, and then the atmosphere would start forming. Right. But
0: as soon as one of those things failed... Yeah. Then you're toast.
1: So I need to bring two dozen eggs when I go across
0: the road. This is information that's not necessarily the podcast. Richard's bringing eggs to a party. Anyway, so basically, all all the Mars stuff, there's no real proof of concept for us living on Mars independently on Mars. It still needs support from Earth. I think it's possible, but probably China. I think China's the one that's going to be like, oh, we own Mars now. This is new China, because China is unequivocally the best manufacturer of everything Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our show. If you didn't, that's not really our problem. Please leave us a comment or send us a message. Good night everybody. And we're not trying to offend people. It's just yes, we are. We're trying to offend all of you. You can all go fuck yourselves. <laughs> it's hard to find a good photo. though. Oh. <laughs> Middle-aged man talk. Thank you so much for listening. Please check us out on Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Woof.